Welcome to the Side Hustlepreneur Podcast, where business, faith, and inspiration connect to all things side hustle related. My name is Faye, aka the Side Hustlepreneur, and I created this platform for everyday individuals like you to learn how to monetize their God-given skills and talents. So gather around, turn up your volumes, and let's get started. What's going on, Side Hustle family? Happy Wednesday. It's the third Wednesday of the month, which means it's Faith Wednesdays. I'm super excited about this month's message. I actually thought about this scripture a few months ago, but I was really struggling to kind of write out my like lessons learned and all of that. And so here we are in December. Now, today's scripture reference is coming from 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. And the focus is Elisha and the woman with the oil. So to give a quick summary, there was this woman whose husband passed away, leaving her and her sons with his debt. Unfortunately for her, the creditors of the debt her husband owed were threatening to come take her two sons as slaves for payment. So she runs to the prophet Elisha for help. Now, you would think that the story would continue with Elisha getting her the money she needed to pay the debt off and the woman and her sons live happily ever after. But no, Elisha responds, what can I do to help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? The woman responds, she has nothing, probably because she sold everything to pay off this debt. But she says nothing but this flask of olive oil. It's important to note that olive oil was expensive item back then. So, I mean, shoot, it's even expensive now. It's more expensive than something like vegetable oil, right? So Elisha begins to give her instructions about what to do with the oil. He tells her to borrow as many empty jars as she can from her friends and her neighbors and to go back into the house and to keep pouring the oil until each one is filled. The woman does just as she's instructed, and when she's done, she returns to Elisha, who tells her to sell the oil, pay off the debts, and use the remainder to take care of herself and her sons. Now, although this story is only seven verses, it's so much you can take from it, because Elisha literally created a side hustle for this woman when she thought she was at the end of the road. It reminded me of how so many people find themselves in similar situations. Maybe you're not a widow, but you feel like you're stuck at a certain income and you're thinking, man, I wish I just wish I could do something else, but I don't see a direction that I can go. So today we're unpacking my three takeaways from this message, and I'm hoping that it really speaks to you and gives you some motivation and inspiration. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Now, number one, the first thing that I took away from this um, story was sometimes the very thing we're looking to do is already right in front of our face. The widow needed a way to pay off her husband's debt. And Elisha asked her, what do you have in the house? Her response was nothing but. A lot of you are sitting on million dollar ideas and you're thinking you need to go to more school. You need to go get more certification. You need to do all these different things. But the skill that you need is actually already inside of you. You already have it, but you're looking at it as something that's insignificant. I can't tell you how many times I've asked someone about what they're good at and they respond with something similar. Nothing but dot, dot, dot. The thing is, what you see as easy, someone else is thinking, man, I'd pay you for that because they can't do it. Each of us has been gifted with our own personal skills that somebody else does not have. So 
Here's a reminder that God can take even the smallest things, the simplest things, and turn it into something for you, whether it's a side hustle, it's a business, it creates some type of income for you or that income that you're looking for. What you're seeking can literally be in your house. And when I say house, that can mean your physical location of your house or your mental space. That's something that already exists in you. So the second thing is that I took away from this was use the resources around you. Elisha told the widow, go to your neighbors and friends and borrow some empty jars. He didn't tell her to go to the market and buy something. He said, utilize what's already around you. Some of you are waiting until you have a certain amount of money before you can launch your business. But my question to you is, have you checked to see what's around you? Have you tapped into potential free resources that can help you build your side hustle? I talk about this often, but YouTube University is a real thing. That thing can help you a lot with the things that you need. You know, um, you can do apps, you can use free apps. There's just so many different types of opportunities and different types of resources that are available to you that are free currently. So I don't know if you guys are on the app Club Clubhouse. It's this new um, newer app that everyone or that people have been using. And so yesterday I was on the app called Clubhouse and I was in a room that was talking about building your business on a budget. And we got into this discussion about how in order for you to scale your business to hit six and seven figures, you're going to have to put up money. But some of you, you know, some people are in the beginning stages. And when you're in the beginning stages of building, you may be like this widow and have nothing. You may have only $5 to your name or maybe all your money has been allocated to bills and you have nothing left over. If you're in that space, here's my advice to you. Leverage free apps to build your business. I go into detail about this in my Built to Monetize course, but you can literally use Instagram to showcase your products and a free app to generate invoices that will send your payments to your bank account. As you're in the startup phase, get resourceful if you just don't have the funds. Elisha sent her to her friends and neighbors for assistance to get started with the business. Maybe you have friends and family who can be of assistance to you. Maybe they can be your first customers or even help you in getting your business off the ground. Maybe they can be the photographer or the model for you to present your products. Whatever it is, get resourceful and use what is around you. Now, my final thing that I took away from this was, although God may give you the vision, you're still going to have to put in work. When me and my husband were talking about this story, he pointed out to me how the widow had to put in a lot of work to see the results she ended up seeing. It wasn't that Elisha came and was like, oh, wow, you need money to pay your husband's credit. Here you go. Instead, he was more so like, here's one direction. Here's the instruction. And she would complete it. Then he would give her the next instruction and she would go out and complete it. Her sons were literally running back and forth, getting as many jars as they could. And behind closed doors, as they were bringing in the jars, she was filling up the jars until they literally had no more to fill. So what am I getting at with this? The dream is simply not enough. The promise can't be fulfilled unless you're putting forth the work to get to where God has called you to be. Elisha literally gave her instructions and it was up to her to do the work. The widow could have easily lost faith and been like, what's one flask of olive oil going to do for me? And she could have just allowed her sons to be taken away into slavery. But instead, she followed the instructions and she went back to Elisha to let him know she did what she was told to do. And he finally told her, "Okay, go sell it. 
He knew that she had something that could help her make income and he helped her realize it and he gave her the instructions for it. Oftentimes as Christians, we feel like we get this message from God about something and we get excited about the message, but discouraged during the process of doing the work to get there. Do the work, sis. You got to do the work. God has called you to be a woman of great things, but it's not going to just get handed to you. You have to be willing to put forth the work to get there. This widow literally changed the trajectory of her life and her children's life by listening to the instructions of the prophet and putting forth the work to get her out of her situation. Take a moment to sit before God. Ask him what he wants you to do concerning your side hustle. Journal what's laid in your heart and go from there. There's no successful business that doesn't come with work cut out for it, but you have to do the work. So since this is the final Faith Wednesday of the year, here's my hope for you. I hope that you will find the courage and boldness to really put your all in your business despite discouragement, despite failures, despite, you know, just things happening that you didn't plan for. And I hope that you will see your business through. And just like the widow, you will follow the instructions given and that you will have much success in your business. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me in season one and the first year of the Side Hustlepreneur podcast. I appreciate all of your support. I appreciate all your messages that you guys sent. I appreciate you guys for listening. I just appreciate you guys in general. I might pop back up with a bonus for before the year closes out, but we'll see. But until next time, you guys, toodles. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Side Hustlepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to rate and review the podcast. And if you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting for? To keep up with me outside of the podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at the Side Hustle Podcast. Or you can join the Side Hustle family by subscribing to my weekly newsletter at thesidehustlepreneur.com. See you next time.